Yes, people, it is episode 191 of Griff's Brain Dump. It's me, Griff. Obviously, how are you doing? Are you well? Um, it's Sunday, the what, 27th of September. Just seen Tottenham get screwed out of um, <laughs> three points with this stupid new handball rule. That just makes no sense, but it's whatever. It is whatever. Don't care. We'll move on. Um, but yeah, how are you all doing? Are you well? Uh, how's your week's been? How's my week been? Not too much at all. Um, did I gig this week? Did I tell jokes into a microphone? I don't think I did, but then next week, gigging on Wednesday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So quite busy. But, um, yeah, plays football this morning as well. We lost 2-0. It's just been a shit day for football. A lot of pain in my lower back and my hip. Um, not the same hip injury I had before. Just lower part of my back and my hip. Like the base of my spine. I think it might be to do with heartache throw-ins. It might be that. But it's weird, it's only on one side, not both sides. But that's not interesting. What has been going on in the world? I'm trying to think what's been going on. I only follow the news. Um, we've got, uh, got yeah, the police officer who got shot dead. PC Ratana. By a 23-year-old Sri Lankan man. Who, while in police custody, shot a police officer dead. How? How does that even happen? Apparently he wasn't searched. And um, the, Sun, the Sun newspaper got some CGI imagery of how they think the suspect shot the police officer. And I'll tell you what, it looks like something out of a flipping movie. It looks like a fucking Mazza. Handcuffed behind his back, he's pulled a gun out of his waistband, um, at the back of his waistband, bent to the side, lifted his arms, like literally must have dislocated the shoulder to pop his arm up. To shoot the officer in his chest. Dead. Clean shot killed the officer dead. With some kind of John Wick. Kind of move there. It just, just made no sense. But um, obviously. RIP to that officer. I know he's, he, the narrative is to. Bun police and all that stuff, but um, when you own things, uh, you kind of need the police around. <laughs> no, I mean, when you have things, uh, yeah, you can't really view the police as all bad because you kind of need some of them to do the job for you. So, um, yeah, I just trying to understand why he wasn't searched. Like, a lot of my timeline was going. Yeah, the suspect's definitely not black. Because there's no way he would have not been searched. Just have the gun at the back. Like, you haven't even balls the gun. You haven't even put the gun underneath. You hid them. Just stay at the back. Yeah. Like, when I watch films and stuff, and, like, the guy walks into the room and reaches, like, to his waistband to pull out the gun. And then, then the person says something, you know, that's agreeable. So they pull their hand away from the gun. You, know, you see that in the films. 
Whereas he's like, where the fuck's my money? And then, like, he's reaching behind his back to pull the gun because the guy's, like, bare stalling and stuff. Like, oh, I have your money in, like, a few weeks, man. Uh, he said, well, a few weeks, that's too long. I need it tomorrow. He goes, oh, I can't get it to you tomorrow. Reaches for the gun again. And he goes, oh, man, but, you know, but Lisa's coming here in, in a minute. And he's just like, Lisa? Because that's the gunman's sister or something. He said, oh. Then he pulls his hand away from the gun. That kind of shit. And all that time I watched those fictional programs and be like, surely you can see him fiddling with his waistband. So if I've now been arrested, I would have thought I'm suspicious and me reaching for my waistband might cause more suspicion. So um, I'm not sure what happened there. Um... What else we doing? I've been doing my favourite pastime for arguing with people on the internet. That's fun. But I managed to catch myself and I just went into sarcastic, piss-taking, trolling mode. And that was all good. Um, yep, yeah, I was wasting my time talking to some flat earthers. Um, because that's always a cool way to use your time, right? It's very constructive. Um, yeah. Speaking to some flat earthers, and uh, what I found with the flat earthers when you ask them questions is it's either they send you, like most conspiracy theorists, they send you a, a link to a YouTube video that's like 40 minutes long at the shortest. Um, they don't actually have any proof, they just say that you have a lack of proof, and then when you actually provide your proof that the earth's round. Not proof, evidence, let's use the right words. When you provide your evidence that the world, uh, the earth is round, uh, they dismiss it or flatly ignore it. They don't dismiss it with a counter-argument. They just go, oh, where, where did you learn that at school? <laughs> and he's like, oh, okay, I'm not sure how I can argue with this then. You know what I mean? Like, you could literally circumnavigate the globe. Literally go round the planet, come back, film it all, and they'll go, hmm, yeah, but what does that prove? You could have been going in a circle on the top of the Earth. They think that the sun revolves around the Earth. Um, I think they think Earth's the only flat planet. I don't think they think that Mars and Saturn are flat, just Earth. Like, I might ask that question next time I speak to one of them. Why? Why do you think that they would have lied that the Earth's round? Like, what gain? Like, what, what, what would be the gain of that? So what do you think is the sun's the same size as the moon? Um, and they go around the Earth. But the Earth's flat and they just float above the Earth. So that's why you have night time where the moon is. Sunlight where the sun is, daylight and sun is, and they just kind of on the same on the same orbit, just at the opposite part of each other, I guess. So then, yeah, I guess when there's an eclipse, yeah, because uh, I'm trying to work their theory through. So when there's an eclipse on a flat Earth. Uh, 
Does, does the clips affect everyone? Must do, right? Yeah. But then if it's night time where you are, you won't you won't matter. Right? Hmm. <laughs> because yeah, you're the other side of the earth. So the moon blocking the sun won't matter. Because the moon hasn't come round to your side of the earth. So there you go. So but then on a flat earth. That would mean... Why am I even entertaining? Ah, <laughs> oh dear. But I know. It's all fun and games. I, I just started saying that I don't believe anything that I haven't seen for myself. Because that's that's a line that people use. Uh, they say, I'm just staying open-minded, you know. Like, so, if, unless I see it with my own eyes, I can't really know if it's real or not. It's like, that's technically true. But then there's a lot of things that we believe that we haven't seen or experienced with our own eyes. No, I've never been to South America. So under this logic, I could go, I'm not sure South America is even a real place. Even though I've met people from South America, I don't actually know it's a real place. So there. Not a real place, because I've said so. If I ain't seen it, it's not real. Now, how do I know my family's my family? Because, you know, I haven't done any DNA testing. And even if I did do DNA testing, how do I know DNA's real? And you just... But it's funny. They just stop at those kind of things. Some of the people in the conversation saying, oh, didn't learn anything from school. And I was like, well, you're literally typing in English. So the literacy skills you're using to respond to these messages is something you learn at school. So, yes, you learn stuff at school. People always try and dismiss school. No, man. It's just, uh, it's interesting to me. Because no, there's, there was someone who's in a conversation who actually flies a lot and still thinks the earth's flat. And there's the rabbit hole. Ooh, you're not ready for all the knowledge. And it's okay, so what's the reason why the earth's flat? What's the reason why they lied to us, said it was round? There won't be any bloody answer point out things like horizons stuff and there's that no <laughs> oh dear I don't know man what can you do what can you do people really want to believe that the earth's flat what can you do as long as they're not teaching my kids that I guess that's it. I think you bring kids to the world and then your kids end up being the weirdos in class because they still acknowledge the world's round. Oh, God. I I was waffling, waffling about that. Um, what else I discussed this week? Oh, um... Let's chat shit about something else this week. Why just about the world being... The earth being flat around something else something else is not coming to my head oh what is it i can't think i can't think what it is uh uh what the hell do i do this week it would be something i did this week that would be what i want to talk about i can't think it won't come into my mind um no 
No, can't think of anything. Right, so, what else is there to talk about before going to some dear Deirdre and I get out of here to try and watch, um, try and watch, what's the thing called? Power. That's what I'm going to come to. My brain is fried. I'm just tired. I was out quite late last night. Uh, doing couple stuff. Me and the wife were out with my wife's friend and my wife's friend's husband. Who are not our friends. Because we're couple friends. My wife. Um... That's the that's, it's the dynamic where when you're in a relationship you have to find other couples you like. Very well you being friends with someone. Like you've always been friends with them and then they get married and you get married. But do your wives get along? Does your husbands get along? Your spouses? Because if they don't then it's like well I guess I'll see you lot when I see you lot. Or I'm just seeing my friend on their own. You can't force those things. I'm lucky. None of uh, none of Naomi's friends are married or with people that I dislike or find weird. Just categorically weird. Yes, some I get on with better than others. But there's none that I don't get on with. You know what I mean. So who was with yesterday? Like, I, I could sit with him and we was just chatting for... Like hours, just us two, and then they were sat chatting on their own, and all four of us were chatting together and stuff. So it's like, yeah, it's fine, it's cool. But you know, sometimes like you could be in couples, and you're you're put into like man crash, and like this guy's just like this guy don't even like football. <laughs> Who the fuck is this weirdo you put me with? He's trying to talk to me about. Weird shit like leaves. Each one of your conversation starters just ends, just dead. So you watched the you watched the game last night. What game? Just f- football game? Ch- Champions Champions League final? Big big game? No, I didn't didn't watch that. It was what was it was that England playing in that game? Jesus Christ! Who is this guy? <laughs> Why has my wife's friend picked this guy to be with? <laughs> nah, but um, I can talk to people about things other than football, so it's all right. But um, again, just waffling, just chatting nonsense. Um, I think if there's anything else this week, there's something is gonna annoy me, so I'm gonna get off the pod and be like, oh, I'm gonna talk about that, and I've completely forgot what I was talking about. No, nothing's nothing's coming to mind. All right, well, let's give some dear Deirdre then. Do about ten minutes of that. Did I get out of here? All right, dear Deirdre. Oh, come on. Oh yeah, I completely forgot about that. Alright. Oh, brilliant. I forgot I had money due to me for a, a flight. That I didn't take. Um, sweet. 
Um, all right, that's cool. Wait, so he's he's changed his number to a new number, and it comes through as a new number. That's weird. Anyway, dear Deirdre. Oh, oh God. Check this out. Dear Deirdre, my little girl walked in on me and my love, and I'm terrified she'll tell her dad. Yeah. All I'm going to say is do not force that child to lie. Come clean. Dear Deirdre, my little girl walked in on me and my lover having sex, and now I'm terrified she's going to mention it to her dad. My lover and I are on the, on the, the same sales team, and we're both still working from home. We'd grown close when we were office-based and our flirting got heavier during lockdown over Zoom. I'm 35, he's 33. I bet he's not married. I bet he doesn't have kids. I bet he's just having a great time banging the fit bird from the office who's married. When restrictions eased, we managed to meet up a few times and had sex in his car. Jesus, who's that talking? It's not the, It's not that... Um, it's not that comfortable, but the sex was still hot. However, we could not wait for our kids to go back to school. I have a little girl, little girl, age six. That's too old. She she'll remember this shit. While he's also married, and has a son, age four and seven. Okay, you're you're both jeopardizing your life and uh, your marriages. Fun. My husband is out six days a week as he has a senior job in retail while my, while my lover's wife only works part-time so it was safest for him to come round mine. Last week my daughter was off school for bug but she was sound asleep. Jesus, hold it down man. I mean it's not like she's there at home all the time. It's like she's literally at home for that one day or a week. Just don't bang your lover that week. But no couldn't keep it down just like need to do it need to do it need to take the risk and you got caught dickhead and but she was sound asleep and i thought it would be safe enough for my lover to come round. why we almost tore one another's clothes off as soon as he came through the door and we were soon having sex up against the kitchen island jesus we were both panting and groaning as i didn't so i didn't hear my daughter come downstairs oh my god God. Um, she came into the kitchen saying, Mummy, I feel sick. Oh my God. She looked half asleep and wandered off towards the loo. I pulled my clothes back together and went after her while my lover tiptoed out the door. She was sick a few times later and back in bed asleep soon after that. She's okay again, but now I'm so scared she's going to say something to her dad about seeing Mummy with a strange man in the kitchen. My only hope is that my husband works long hours and doesn't pay her all that much attention when he is home. <laughs> oh dear. My only hope is that my husband continues to be a neglectful father and therefore <laughs> I can carry on bagging my lover. That's, that's nuts. Uh, yes, yeah, so my only hope is that my husband works long hours and doesn't pay her... Um, that much attention when he's home he doesn't pay me that much either and that's partly why i'm having an affair he is 42 uh, we've been growing apart for years and our sex life is boring i know i'm being selfish but i don't want to end my affair on the other hand i can't see my lover leaving his family i don't really want to throw away a very comfortable home and daughter's family life either but she might do it but she might do it without realizing oh, okay yeah she might say without realizing uh, listen, 
It's going to be some terrible advice. I think you just ride this to the wheels fall off. <laughs> That's what you do. That's what you do, you scumbag. You ride this to the wheels fall off. There's no point stopping because it's just going to come out. So you might as well just carry on. Carry on. Don't be as reckless. It may never come out. But it may just come out. It may come out when she's 18. 18 and you're in a care home. And your husband's still got all his faculties somehow. And he's taking care of you. And that's when she goes, oh, I remember the day when I walked in in the kitchen. I saw you two having sex in the kitchen when I was ill. Your dad's like, your husband's like, what, what are you talking about? You never had sex in the kitchen. And you're like, what? But you actually, yeah, you're in a care home. You're too weak to even say things. You're just watching this unfold in front of you. She's like, yeah. It was you two. And then you're like, he's like, what? No, I, I used to work long hours. When was this? No, I was working this place then. Wasn't at home in the daytime, ever. And she's like, no, I was because... And then she's like, wait a minute. And he's going to clock. Wait, you didn't have a beard, did you? He goes, no, never had a beard. She's like, but... You had the beard when I... And then he sort of remembers that, oh my God. And you'll be there with just one solitary tear coming out of your face because you're too weak to say, stop talking. You're just going to be crying. Oh. That's morbid. Anyway, um, <laughs> next one. Um, wow, this is nuts. Sun spite. Our son has cut us off because we are still in touch with his ex and the children. Um, that's nuts. Your grandparents, you just be in contact with your grandkids. That makes no sense. Um, our, our son wants nothing to do with me and my husband because we are still in touch with his ex and seeing their children, our grandsons. Our son spit from his ex two years ago. Get over it. They're both 32 and their boys are six and eight. I think he's, he was seeing someone else when they broke up and his ex was understandably bitter. They went to court and to sort out access, but the kids never settled at my son's and he blamed his ex. As lockdown arrived, he said he'd stop seeing them as he couldn't cope with the stress. Wow. But his new partner is now having a baby and I wonder if that is a factor. Jesus. Uh, my husband and I are both in our 50s. We couldn't bear not seeing our grandsons and his ex agreed we could keep up contact. Our son is furious and cut us off. We might never meet our new granddaughter. Your son's a dick. Keep seeing your grandsons. And just put it out there to your son. Look. Doesn't matter how much your pride will stop you. We are here and our doors open. When you want to stop being a fucking arsehole. And come and talk to us again. But until then. Continue being an arsehole. And. Um, yeah. We're going, to come, we're going to continue seeing our grandchildren. And that includes your new daughter. We're going to be all up in your house. Because all you need to actually appeal to his new partner. Surely if she's remotely sensible, she'd be like, yeah. I kind of don't like the fact he's not seeing his kids. That'd be me anyway. If I was having kids with someone, or I was in a relationship with someone who had kids before. And she's like, yeah, don't worry, I've got loads of free time because I don't see my kids. 
I'm like, ugh. Nah, surely you should be telling me you're not free this weekend or that weekend because you're doing something with your kids. And we work around that. No, fuck my kids. <laughs> I like you. Not my kids. Nah, not cool. Um, right. That's one last one. Long time, no she. I've been waiting two years for my girlfriend to move to be with me. I don't think she's moving, bruv. I've been waiting for almost two years for my girlfriend to move to be with me. We met online, but got close fast. She lives on the other side of the country, but it's not as if she's happy where she is. She hates her job and doesn't like the people she hangs around with enough to call them friends. But she always has an excuse as to why she can't make the move. Yeah, because she might bitch about her friends, but they're still her friends. It sounds dumb, but it is what it is. I'm 36 and she's 33. I try to suggest ways I can help with the move, but it makes no difference. I don't know what else to try. Listen, if it's been two years and neither of you are moving, just call it a day. You ain't wasted two years, don't worry. Just, but you ain't going anywhere. You can't live apart indefinitely as a couple. You can have a limited time period of why you're separated but you can't be like yeah we don't know when we'll see each other again fuck that you need some proximity you have to right last one last one pop in problem my wife's family are overpowering and come round our house every day my wife's family are overpowered and come around the house every day. They treated lockdown rules like a joke and and I get no alone time with my wife. We've been married for a year. I'm 29. My wife is 27. We bought a house next door to his sister, her husband and kids. They tipped us off it was cheap as it needed doing up, but it was a big mistake. <laughs> my in-laws and my wife's aunt, uncle and cousin live around the corner. They're all in and out of each other's houses all the time and pop in here every single day, staying for hours at a time. I'm back to work now after being furloughed and someone is always here all evening. They are all overbearing, her mum especially. I bite my tongue, but their endless voices, but they endlessly voice their unwanted opinions. All right, speak to your bloody husband. I mean, speak to your... um. Speak to your wife, sorry, it's her family. Speak to your wife. Just be honest. Just like, hey, quick question. Don't your, um, don't like those guys piss you off a bit, being around all the time? And she's like, no, I love my family. Go, cool, but what about them being around all the time? She said, no, I love it. Don't you? Like, no, I fucking hate it. And then she'll be all hurt. She's like, you rejected my family, you don't love my family, if you can't love my family, you can't love me. And you'd be like, listen, I married you, yep. And our family's married, but I didn't marry your family, okay. I didn't even see my own family that much, so I must see your family this much. And she'll be like, oh my God, I can't believe you're saying this. Our marriage is two families joined together. That's when you just start bringing your family round. Everyone's got a crackhead uncle. Bring him round. Have him round all the time. Stealing all your shiny goods. Stealing the battery out of your remote. Selling them for a pound. 
so you can buy some crack. Have that guy come round. Let's be like, we're all one big family. Actually, start inviting, just get some actors. They're not even your family members. Let's get them. Come round. And be like, oh, so happy to be here. Get a homeless guy. I don't mean just officially homeless, like in pay. I mean full-blown out there in the streets, homeless. Invite him round, like family, everyone's family. They're coming round. And then when she goes, don't want your family round, that's when you get her with the aha, aha. You'll see, oh, you'll see. And then that's when she asks, okay, fine. Because, yeah, you could talk it out like adults, but sometimes it's just better just to do an elaborate ruse to prove your point. So you could just hit them with the aha. <laughs> anyway, that is the end of the pod. Um, I'm done out here. Done. Well, actually, let's show you back to 30 minutes. What else can we talk about for 40 seconds? I guess um, comedy gigs, if you want to watch me. Uh, Wednesday in Dalston, I think. Yeah, Wednesday, Dalston. Friday, Milton Keynes. Saturday, Tottenham. Sunday, Onga. There you go. Got none of those places. I've got none of these gigs on my website. I haven't updated my website because I'm just so used to not gigging. I haven't even bothered. But I probably should. I've actually got gigs there now. So, probably worth promoting. Isn't it? All right. All right, this is the end of the pod. I'm, I'm out of here. Peace.